Well, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Regardless of when you are listening to this program, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, it would be a little foolish of me to be sitting behind this microphone talking to myself if there was no one out there on the other side of that speaker listening right now. And so the fact that you are a part of our audience... I want to say thank you so much. We greatly appreciate that. Now, towards the close of the broadcast today, I have a special invitation for you. But before we get to that, I've got to tell you what we're doing this week. I've been highlighting different gospel tracts of ours that we print and distribute for free at Bible Tracts Incorporated. See, on our website, BibleTracksInc.org, we have approximately 40 different titles, different gospel tracts, and a myriad of languages as well that you can order for free. Now, if you feel led to give a donation, we would be more than happy to accept that. But I realized recently we've focused the Bible study portion of this broadcast on many different topics, and many of them good biblical topics, and I hope they've been a help to you. I got a text uh, last week or week before, someone telling me that what I had talked about, what the Lord led me to, it's exactly what they needed to hear that day. And that's always an encouragement to me, but I've got to hazard a guess that there are some, under the sound of my voice right now, that do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And we've got to do something about that. We've got to tell people the good news of the gospel. The gospel is only good news if it gets there in time, and so that's why we're setting aside this entire week of broadcasts to explain some of our gospel tracks and the message that they carry. These simple, small pieces of paper. Yes, colorful. Yes, eye-catching. Very pleasing in a design sense. And yes, they have important words on the inside, but really what it's all about is that people are lost and need the gospel. That's one of our core values here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. And here's another, the power of the gospel. It's in the word, meaning the Bible, not the worker. As humbling as it may be, my oratorical abilities and my profundity and gravitas are not going to carry the day for you when you stand before Jesus Christ, when you stand before the judgment seat of God. What you need to know is that you have a personal relationship with him, that you have something called a new birth. Let me tell you about it for just a moment here. I'm holding in my hand the gospel track called The New Birth. We talked for a few moments yesterday about this gospel track and gave a brief introduction. Here's what The New Birth is not. It's not religion. It's not morality. It's not reformation. What we don't need is an exterior redecoration. What we need is an interior regeneration. So we talked about what the new birth is not. We also talked about what it is. It's a mystery that you cannot explain, but it's a reality no man can explain away. And we use the biblical illustration from John chapter 3 that Jesus used of the wind. We can't see the wind. We can't really even explain the wind, but that doesn't make it any less real. What else is the new birth? It's a work of God by which a poor, 
lost, guilty, hell-deserving sinner who receives the Lord Jesus, receives a new nature, becomes a child of God, and begins a new life. The question is, are you sure that you have been born again? A question may come to your mind like this, and we pick back up the trail of logic in this gospel tract that Paul Levine wrote some eight decades ago, but is no less true today. Here's what he asks next. Why you must be born again? Well, number one, because the Lord Jesus Christ said so. The creator of the world, the king of eternity, he said, ye must be born again. And really, that ought to settle it. Number two, because you and I, I'm not just going to put this all on you. All of us have a sinful nature. The nature that we all receive from Adam is fallen, corrupt, and totally depraved. God says the heart of man is desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. With this old nature, you could not enjoy yourself in heaven. If you can't find any pleasure in a prayer meeting now, here's a great question. How can you expect to enjoy heaven hereafter? Heaven is a holy place. When you are born again, God gives you a holy nature that you might enjoy yourself in heaven, a holy place as well. Why else must you be born again? Well, because you cannot save yourself. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are ye saved. Through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Titus chapter 3 verse 5 says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. Now, don't skip lightly over those two quotations I just shared with you from God's holy word. You would be wise to meditate on them again and again until the truth really grips you. You cannot save yourself. You must be born again. Let's get to the good stuff. How to be born again? How is it even possible? How can you have a second birth? Well, John chapter 1, verses 11 through 13 says this. He, meaning Jesus Christ, came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. We're not talking about a physical birth. We're talking about a spiritual birth. How to be born again? Well, it's not of blood. You're not a Christian just because your parents might be Christians. You do not inherit salvation from your parents, even though your folks may be saved. If you have not been born again, you are lost. You also cannot be born again of the will of the flesh. It's not by your own efforts and willpower. You will always fail that way. So why not stop trying? Instead of trying, trust receive, depend upon the one who died and rose again. If I'd asked some of you, if you were a child of God, you might say this, I don't know for sure, but I'm trying to be. Now, suppose you ask Mr. Johnny Jones if he is the son of Mr. and Mrs. Jones, and he answers, I'm not certain, but I'm trying to be. How silly is that? He's not their son because he tries to be, but because he was born into their home. 
If you're a child of God, it's not because you're trying to be, but because you have been born into his family. How to be born again? We're trying to answer that question. Well, it's not the will of men. It is not brought about by any of man's religious creeds, systems, or ceremonies. No man or organization can do anything to you that will make you a child of God. Join what you will, go through ceremony after ceremony, memorize creeds, and try to keep the rules and regulations of man-made systems, but it will not save you. Heard a man testify, I've been the president of the men's Bible class in our church for the last two years, but I didn't get saved until just two months ago. For 22 months, the president of the men's Bible class, a member of the church, believing in God and the Bible, but he was lost because he had never been born again. How can you be born again? Well, the answer is of God. The Lord Jesus said you must be born of the Spirit. It is God's work, not yours. It's a miracle. Only God can perform it. If God has not done a work in your life, you're not born again. Your part is to believe God's record about you, that you are lost and in need of Christ and receive him as your Lord and personal Savior. He died at Calvary. He satisfied the righteousness and justice of God that he might take your sins and punishment upon himself. He arose. He's seated today as God's man at the right hand of the majesty on high. You can read more about that. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. And he has offered to you as God's salvation. When you receive him, you will be saved. For Paul said, we are children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Galatians 3.26 You do not receive Christ by taking communion. You receive Christ by faith. Just tell him that you receive him as your personal Savior. You can do that right now. Personal friend of mine, Paul Levine writes some years ago, a preacher of the gospel. He told me that he was a Sunday school superintendent before he was saved. A lady told me that she was a church member 38 years before she was saved. Before it's eternally too late, I beg of you, again, for your sake, for your family's sake, for Jesus' sake, don't trifle with this thing. Bow at the feet of the risen Lord. Tell him that you receive him now. 1 John 5:12. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Just bow your head and say something like this. Lord, I am a guilty, lost, helpless sinner. I believe you suffered on the cross for my sins and died in my place to pay the penalty for my sins. And I believe that you rose again. I call on you now to forgive my sins and give me eternal life. Did you pray that prayer? Well, Romans 10 verse 13 says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, did you call upon him? Then he says, God says, you are saved. John 6 47 says, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. Did you believe on him today? Then, my friend, you have trusted Christ for salvation and you are on your way to heaven where you will spend eternity.
That's such great news. I'd love to hear about it. Would you text me? I'm going to give you a phone number. I'll give it to you one time very slowly. I'm going to ask you, let me know if you've accepted Christ as a result of the broadcast today. Here's that phone number, 309-316-7240. I would love to rejoice with you. Would you give me that privilege? Please reach out, text me today. Now, very quickly, on Saturday, November 13th from 1 to 5 p.m., I'd love to see you personally. We're having an open house at our brand new building in Odell. You can text me, 309-316-7240 if you need more information. Come to our open house Saturday, November 13th. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188 Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.